0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the Comic Book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. It's good to be
1: here. Um, Pokes. I think you wanted to give everyone um, a heads up before I even go into any kind of dumb bit, right? Why, I mean, if unless your dumb bit is, is spoiler-free, you
0: can do your dumb bit.
1: <laughs> no, it, 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 it oh. can't possibly be. Well,
0: we did as you should know by the title of this podcast, but in case it's just playing on your phone right now, we did Avengers Endgame. So if you have not seen it, turn the podcast off now because we are going to spoil literally it, every single it, moment of it.
1: In fact, yeah, if you don't want spoilers, go ahead and jump to um uh 64 minutes uh and then resume the podcast. I'm guessing that's how long the episode will be. That's a terrible guess. <laughs> They're typically that long. All right, this is bad podcast material oh shit we saw endgame it's 11 years 22 movies or this is 22 of the 20 yeah okay got it
0: crazy event. i mean just kind of insane you really think about it
1: it's ridiculous because i hear every marketing person being like uh trying to tell you in a trailer that this is the movie of a generation and they're like hey uh, come on and see um the new sonic the hedgehog movie it's the movie of a generation And i'm like you're lying to me you're lying to me. Like it's, every, it's the,
0: it's the movie of a generation of people who are going to start hating movies. The like Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
1: You're making some sort of big, profound, uh, you know, uh, unqualified, unqualifiable statement. Like every burger place calling themselves the best burger joint because no one's going to fight them. But this felt like when I was sitting in this movie and they wound the plot, you know, wrapped it around the four or five other movies from the eleven years of cinema that have come out of this. I was like, holy shit, this is kind of a big thing and Yeah, I, I don't think they'll ever be able to do this again. Yeah, I didn't think they'd even do it this time. I was yeah. telling a lot of people who were asking me about it, um, uh, that, you know, when they talk start talking about tethering these movies together, I'm like, look, I've watched a lot of superhero movies, every third one is good. Like, they're they're mostly terrible. Um, they're mostly mediocre or terrible. And then so, there's one good one. So one stinker is going to just Trash this whole idea and it's never going to get anywhere and then i mean there was you know thor dark worlds and some other things that people shit on but ultimately they all started being pretty good to you know great i mean based on my personal opinion and i would say the general consensus of (laughs) critics um and then and then they started tethering together i'm like okay well you know putting all these characters together into one thing isn't going to work and and that kind of worked and that worked pretty and then, well and then and then crossing over four different ongoing trilogies was not going to work and then it did and i was like okay, yeah and then well, introducing fuck. like 15 <laughs> new characters to put in a yeah. giant movie yeah. i mean like
0: the first avengers movie was like a huge deal because you were like wow this is this is probably like the first time since serial movies like the old like buck rogers serial films like in which a gun a bunch of franchises are like merged together into one film like that doesn't happen so it was like a huge, like it. It was amazing. It worked once, but Endgame and Infinity Wars are like. I, I don't think any. I don't even think Marvel will be able to do it again. I don't think they'll ever be able to create ten years worth of movies, create all these characters, make people care about each and every one of them, then bring them together in a movie like this. I don't think it'll ever happen yeah. again. So I do think this is like a motion, like this is like Citizen Kane in the sense that like it's such a huge undertaking for its time i just don't think anything like this will ever happen again and i, I or at think least be good and happy like it the, could
1: happen but the only other great casualty of this film other than vision who died and never came back um the, is probably whoever is in charge of sort of like oversee, like kevin feige is sitting in a dark room as this movie comes out and does well he goes Oh fuck! What do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> oh I am- no! <laughs> I imagine
0: like as much as everybody loves this, like I feel like Marvel Studios has to be like, we're after the A man because like what do nothing-, we do? <laughs> nothing we ever do is gonna live up to these two movies. Like no matter how good. Black Panther like, 2 is, you know, it's never going to be like, remember how great Endgame and Infinity Wars were together? It'll it'll just never be able to be beat. I
1: almost feel like this whole experiment with the MCU was kind of like the producers, you know? Like, they, they thought that they would just fuck this whole thing up and make a bunch of money on its crash and burn, and then, like, you know... <laughs> You know, the first, the first Iron Man movie was good, and we're like, what? People like the flying robot man? Oh, boy, well, I guess we'll do the Hulk thing. That's always bad. No one ever likes those movies. And then that one was pretty good. Like, oh. Or, well, it was fine. And then, Ooh, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> and then it kept moving. I'm like, oh, boy, we got to figure out some way to crash this thing. Yeah,
0: I wonder, like, like, I mean, I knew, you know, like, they were kind of, they made three movies going into Avengers, which they knew they were always going to make. And I do wonder, like, at what point during those, like, ten years where they just, like, oh, shit, like, these these took on a life of their own that we did not expect. Because, like, in my opinion, the Captain America movies are where the Marvel universe becomes, like, the movie universe becomes something, like, really interesting and special. For and sure. just Because, like, there's so much built into those movies, and Civil War is such an amazing film, and... It's like I, I I feel like you know like the Iron Man sequels and the Thor sequels are sort of like nah, I mean all the Thor movies really. Thor Ragnarok's the only one that's even reasonable, but like they're they're not bad. But I feel like Captain America is where they kind of like pushed
1: all this stuff together perfectly and really.
0: that's I like think, where the tone of the I Marvel think in movies... general
1: Captain America ends up being kind of a glue to this whole thing. Yeah, and I I
0: do wonder like I remember when they cast Chris Evans, I was like. This is a terrible choice. Like I liked him as I liked him as Johnny Storm. (laughs) It's Johnny Storm, right? But I was like, I just don't feel but I mean he's just an amazing Captain America. And I would say that's the thing that bums me out the most about well, there's two things that bum me out a lot about Endgame, but one of them is just sort of the realization at the end of the movie to be like, that's it. We're World never going to get you. another Captain America and Iron. Man I mean, the, movie.
1: there goes America's ass. Yes,
0: <laughs> one, probably the best joke in the entire movie. And there are some good jokes in there, but oh my god, that bit—that bit got me so
1: hard. Yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere. I didn't see it coming. It was good. No, the, I, the, yeah. the evolution of Steve Rogers' sense of humor was also, I think, one of the better plot arcs of this entire uh-huh. MCU. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and how he's sort of grown into like a modern person is pretty great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and then he later on grows into an old person, which is interesting and also mm-hmm. stupid. Yes, we'll um, <laughs> talk
0: about that later, I'm sure, in depth. Uh, that's the thing that really
1: bummed me out about Endgame. So, uh, overall, before we even dive into it, folks, um, I, I think people can generate from our conversation here that we're both thumbs up on the movie.
0: Yes, I, I really enjoyed it. There's like a few small things... For sure. ...that I wish they could but I feel like when the movie ended, I thought i don't know if they really could have made a better version like they had such a like i i feel like this is the best version they could make that everybody would be happy with you know yeah. what i mean like i feel like this movie had so much going for it and i feel like this is the version that's the best it could be because other versions may have been better for 20% of the audience or you know what i mean like there's certain things I would have loved to have seen which I don't know if anybody else would have given a fuck about. So, I think this movie is sort of the perfect version and it is definitely uh, I, I mean like the first 40 minutes it, it like completely changed it like it's like an Well, it,
1: yeah. I mean, I saw this thing um, opening night th- Thursday night at like close to midnight, which may have been a mistake cuz I thought, "Man, I'm I'm 30, you know, 4 now." <laughs> um am i able or or i'm going to be 34 uh just to clarify okay you don't have Um, to like age yourself down then
0: you're married uh, it doesn't matter
1: i'm like am i gonna survive till 3 a fucking m uh in this movie theater because uh movies put this sleepy boy to bed and Mm -hmm. i thought
0: knowing that there's gonna be like 30 minutes worth of previews before a three-hour movie starts. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: i thought this is not gonna go so hot um a this is and this is what multiple people have said to me, including a person I know who went and saw it at three a.m. began oh, shit watching the film because that was the only time slot they could find. Um, because the theater we had theaters here in Chicago that were playing it like every twenty minutes, <laughs> they were just yeah, like yeah. staggering it. There was, it was a insane. theater
0: in Ohio, uh, like in Dayton, that showed no other movies. They announced when wow. Endgame came out, they were going to pull all the other movies out of the theater. Jesus. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's not a particularly big theater, but they were just like we're that's just so going to play just this because they're like that's, there's no other reason to have anything else. This, in the yeah,
1: theaters. there really isn't. Um, but but I saw it, I saw it midnight and I did not feel like it was a three hour movie. No, I've no, been no. in I've been in three hour movies before where you know at like an. Like an hour and a half to two hours I was like oh boy oh, am I still here not because I'm even hating the movie just because I suddenly will have this like moment of cognizance where I realize how much time not... is
0: it left yeah yeah like yeah I, at the end of the movie like when things start wrapping up I was like wow this is gonna be like a super long wrap-up like there's gonna be so much post-battle and then the movie ended and I was like oh I assume there was still like 40 minutes left when there was about ten minutes right. left of the movie, yeah, I mean, it does not feel long at all. No, and I mean, like my example is when I saw Return of the King. One, it didn't help. I had to pee like with like two hour, like an hour and fifty minutes left in the movie. But Return of the King, when I saw it in theaters, after like the third fade to black and then come back, for <laughs> yeah, the game, this is... <laughs> I was like, this is really annoying. This is too long. They and the fading to black is upsetting me because it keeps making me think the movie's over and it's not. I know. And I this had to pee. Movie... Piece... I yeah. had to
1: pee so bad during Lord of the Rings at the end, and I was like, okay, when they faded out, and they faded back in, and, like, Frodo was just doing his taxes, I was like, guys, yeah. all right, that's yeah. enough. Every
0: time it would fade to black, my <laughs> bladder would be like, thank Oh, come on! <laughs> yeah, it was Become- deeply upset. In this movie, I thought I had to pee about an hour and 20 minutes in. I was like, should I get up? And I was like, fuck it, I can make it another I saw two hours. An I
1: article, saw an article from a movie critic literally citing the times they would recommend going, going to, the to the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. That's how ridiculous this like this 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 movie event was. Is that people were putting together urination guides to get people through it. That's um, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I,
0: at no point in this movie though was I like, "Wow, this movie's going too long." Or it's like when it ended, I was like, uh, my first thought is as it ended was I was like, "Wow, I really wish this movie was thirty minutes longer." Like I wish they had just been like, "It's a three and a half hour long movie." I don't know what you want us to do. <laughs> like I wish they had just made the decision to be like, "Fuck it." It's already real long we're just gonna make it real long and just because there was so much more i wanted from the end of this movie
1: well let's 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 talk about it in um in in much in much more content in much bigger content sense um i wanted to frame this in in, in a different way uh all the characters in this movie the surviving characters obviously get the completion of major arcs um the dead characters unfortunately just get they get a battle
0: (laughs) they get nothing and that's there's, like, three main complaints I have with the movie, and that was one of them is you get virtually no interactions from the characters who come back from the snap. Yes. And they're characters who deserve... And some of the characters who are alive get no... Inter- like, Rocket has basically nothing to do in this movie, which is a That's real correct. disappointment because I really like Rocket, and I really feel like they could have done some funny stuff with, like, him and Captain America. To- Yes, You're sorry. starting me
1: off on a perfect note here because let's let's talk about these characters because a lot of their personal arcs were completed uh, or at least maybe uh, never even started uh, or completely ignored like rockets uh, over the course of the film. Uh, but let's write it down in order of sequence. Tony Stark, the, probably the biggest the biggest figure here. I think I saw someone who did like a visualization of screen time, and of course, undoubtedly, Tony Stark gets I think the absolute most. Um, he is. Uh, as far as as far as the trailers would have us believe dying in space of course i don't think anyone really believed yeah no i I feel like
0: i feel like they could have cut down that like five seconds or or 20 seconds worth of seeing his face slowly warm up it's like yeah i got it it's captain marvel you don't need to build this up it could not be clear what's happening
1: Uh, although i will say what's pretty insane is that um i'm jumping ahead a little bit but it doesn't really matter when they get him back to earth um they did a good job making him look like he spent some time and space. He looked disturbingly thin and like, yeah, get, he and like gaunt, kind of
0: emaciated.
1: Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. But Tony Stark gets a pretty incredible arc here, and not even just with his ultimate, you know, his ultimate sacrifice at the end of the film. But I mean, looking back at like weapon, weapon manufacturer Tony to like not just even just like to heroic Tony, but back down to like jaded post-hero Tony. Uh, it's kind of insane how much character development we get out of him over the course of the marvel cinematic universe mm-hmm. um, because at the end of this one he's like a family man with much more much less grandiose aspirations much more realistic take on things uh, um, uh a lot more like desperation and 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 empathy uh, it's pretty impressive what they get out of him over the course of this movie um and he's traveling through space with nebula who also surprisingly has kind of developed because she is at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, she's still a villain. Like she's yeah. not like someone who turns into a hero in like movie one. Like she's a villain for at least a whole film. She's a not... partial
0: villain through most of Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: Yeah, it's only later that she slowly drifts into a, a grayer area, and then eventually into maybe a hero zone, um, uh, in, in, in like this in the previous film. Uh, but but she's also like take it on more humor you know she's has that kind of touching moment with tony when they're playing the paper football on yeah. the uh, uh on the milana um but I, she, I think she's got a pretty decent arc so nebula and tony stark uh were their characters successfully executed through 22 movies
0: yes although
1: i do have a complaint with the end of tony's arc so his sacrifice well let's talk about it because uh
0: my problem is is that the Tony sacrifice has happened too many times? It's already well established that he's willing to sacrifice himself now, and I feel like the run him th- down for me. Uh, the Avengers, Avengers. Uh, the end of Iron Man three is all about that. Yep. Uh, the Age of Ultron movie is about how he's trying to save the world because he he does you know to make the sacrifice like he builds Ultron because he knows that they they need some like a safety net. Then you've got. Um, the end of um i just forgot the name of the movie so we're just uh, gonna see. i mean endgame technically he kind of sacrifices himself uh yeah, he's yeah. willing to sacrifice his freedom in civil war because he's like so uh like he's so on board with like we have to be the ones who save the world and everything and I- i'm not saying it's bad I felt like, though, making him do the sacrifice one more time but having it be permanent. Like, in this case, obviously Tony Stark dies in this movie if you didn't know. Which, I don't know why you're listening to this if you didn't. But I felt like I was disappointed in that because I felt like it was just a rehash of Avengers 1. Except for this time, the stake is he actually doesn't make it. But
1: is it a rehash or is it an established character trait of Tony Stark? It, It
0: is, but I guess that's my problem is it's no longer like when he did it i was like oh he's just gonna be the one who dies and i was like that's kind of a bummer because what i thought would have been more interesting especially compared to what they end up doing with captain america is if captain america had been like had you know like him and tony had rushed thanos at the end and captain america had somehow gotten them off and iron Iron man thought he did it or whatever and captain america's like no you've sacrificed like enough you have a family Mm -hmm. now i have nothing and yeah he's like like i i'm a man out of time my life ended 80 years ago and i think that would have been better cuz it would have been a better moment for him and captain america to kind of have that moment where like captain america's like i'll make the the sacrifice you know i wasn't there for you and all that. like a kind of a good moment between the two of them and i thought it would have made more sense for captain america to be
1: like i'm not willing to let tony stark die I think I think you. I don't know if I totally agree with uh with with that with your take on the moment, but I do agree that I, I almost wish there was a little more um a little more of Tony and Tony and uh uh and Steve coming to some sort of reconciliation or giving something up for one another because in the early film Tony has some genuinely good points where he he brings up uh, uh Steve's line from um uh, uh Age of Ultron. And saying that you know if or maybe it was a civil war thing. No, it's uh, Age Voltron where he says
0: if we lose,
1: we'll lose together. Yeah, and he's like, well, we lost. Like this is what it looks like, you know. And that was a that was a profound moment because you know for all of Steve's bolstering, uh, this still happened. Uh, you know what I mean? Like uh, for whatever his ideals mean, the the snap still happened, and everyone lost together. And it it, it may not have been something that could have been prevented, but t- Tony doesn't, you know caught to that. It's well, actually... Tony's mad too, yeah. I mean, it's the idea that they didn't lose together. Mm. Like, everybody lost,
0: but the Avengers didn't lose together because they weren't together. Yeah. Because Captain yeah, America right. had decided that he wouldn't let the, you know, uh, the government control where and when they could be superheroes. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like that was, like, one of the things. I, I loved the stuff with Captain America in the movie, but I feel like for emotional payoff, despite being one of the main characters he gets so much of the short end he has no real true reconciliation with tony there's like one moment where tony's like do you trust me and he's like always and it's like oh that's it like i really felt like there should have and that's why i just felt like at the end it should have been cap who sacrificed himself
1: i don't know if i totally agree i think tony's arc um needed to do him to repeat, well i but re- i mean I, i'm one more time but
0: in you know? my idea like i don't know how they could have done it but would have been that like tony stark is like ha i got him i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna die i know it and he goes yeah, to do it and like I, I captain america saying. like knocks him unconscious or something and it's just like i won't so it's like tony did do the sacrifice but captain america stops him before he actually has to make the sacrifice and then does it so that tony can still be a father for his, his child you know which is like a big thing in the movie
1: I, I don't know if I totally agree, but I will say that um, we'll move on to the third character, Steve Rogers. So Captain America has also one of the, the longer arcs. He gets a, a, a serious amount of screen time in this movie. And he's in, I think, a massive amount of these fellow movies, Yes. Uh, including my favorite cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel
0: like of all the characters, like this was probably my biggest complaint with Endgame is it's like they forgot midway through this movie... All the other movies that Captain America is in. They only remember the first Avenger. And they forget everything else. They forget that he has a girlfriend who is Peggy Carter's granddaughter. Or niece mm-hmm. or whatever. They forget that entirely. Yeah, they should write that away.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: But the, one, the two that get me the most is he never really has a, like a real reconciliation moment with Tony Stark. There's like a few small moments like when he gives him the shield and stuff. But I wanted there to be like an actual moment. Where Captain America, like, really explains, like, you know, it was never against you. Like, I wanted you to come with us. You know, my, you know, I mean.
1: Uh, but Cap gets to, Cap has his get back up moment. I can do this all day, uh, which is also uh-huh. hilarious to see, to hear his um, his older self say yeah, to and, him. Yeah, and, and he's like, he's like, ugh, yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> which I did like. But the thing that gets me the most is um, three Captain America movies. Are about how Captain America feels guilty about what happened to Bucky he never doesn't feel but guilty about Bucky, and Bucky is his best friend, and in this movie, he has no moment with Bucky, yeah. and at the very end, when he has a chance, they give that moment to Falcon, which i don't I don't have a problem with Falcon, but it does not make any sense for the character. He has spent years like uh, he, you know one of the reasons he broke with Tony Stark was because of the Winter Soldier. He sided with him, and that's why Tony and him don't speak. So it's like here is a man he basically gave up his other best friendship for. And at the end, he's like, I don't need to talk
1: to him. Yeah, I think that connection gets cut. Which it's it's entirely gone in
0: in favor of what I think is still just a dumb thing is is trying to make Falcon the next Captain America, which I just think it's odd because. I don't know. The idea of like giving a wing dude shields to me just seems <laughs> seems weird. But well, presumably also, he's gonna lose the wings. But but I, then he's uh, just an ordinary guy with a shield, which also isn't particularly good.
1: Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, uh which but- and
0: so like I don't mind that like he sets it up to be like you're gonna be taking the place of like you know like. But I feel like he should have gone to both of them and been like, "You guys need to be Captain America now because there is no Captain America." But I don't expect you to be be Captain America. I expect you to be Falcon and bucky barnes like i don't i don't know i i never liked we'll work on it the name in the, in the comics because i always thought that it was like i don't know i, I thought it was like kind of uh, offensive to be like we won't give the falcon his own comic but we'll let him take over for like a white character which i always found like offensive because i was like why couldn't it have just been a comic about the falcon i would have read that that was way <laughs> more that would have been so much more interesting than saddling him with you know 80 years worth of comic book history for a character he is not and trying to like tell a story and people are just going to be like I don't understand. So I, I that whole I, ending with him and the fact that he travels back into another timeline so he can be with Peggy Car- is deeply kind of I have I have a
1: complaint about that as well, but I'll get to it in the next the next probably okay. chunk that we'll talk about because I've got uh let me check my list here. about 170 questions about the time <laughs> travel in this movie, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um uh, I will say that it's, it's, it's very serviceable, but I don't want to get on that track right now. Um, Black Widow, uh, uh, Natasha Romanoff, she is acting like kind of a matron of the remaining surviving Avengers, doing what they can to stabilize this world, uh, which again takes place five years after the snap, which was a fucking yeah, turn. Yeah, which,
0: let, let's real quick. Yeah, before let's before kind we get of further talk about this, that. Let's go back right. real quick. Did you, like. No.
1: Whatever you're about to say, it's probably, did you expect that? And the answer is no.
0: Yeah, like were you like no. did you like shit your pants when they cut Thanos's head off? Yeah, I like, heard When they cut his head just, off I was like, What the fuck? When they cut his hand off, I was like, Whoa, they're going hard. Oh no <laughs> Yeah, I could not believe when they and uh, uh when they did that I was just like, Holy shit, I was like, Wow and then the movie was just like, five years later, I was like, okay, this
1: is not at all the movie I thought. Like, I'm so confused
0: what this movie's going to be about now, which that, I think is the what best they wanted. Thing,
1: yeah, the best thing they could have done because, A, they kept the trailers that came out really restricted to about the first 20 to 30 minutes of the movie, which ended up being true based on what I saw. Um, uh, yeah, but,
0: other than they show them in their pin suits.
1: Yeah, the Pym suits, they show up all that, so you know there's a plan, you know there's something going on, you have zero idea what it is or what's going down. So there's lots of theorizing, there's lots of plans. I heard people all convinced of this idea that that Hulk really died and, like, the Bruce Banner that was on the, you know, on Earth was, like, Loki uh, or something. That's why he wasn't turning into the Hulk, and I don't know. People had all of these... That would be um, a bizarre theory. People had all of these crazy ideas and, and plans... And well I'm sure the some of them had time travel in them. I think even the people who thought they knew the course of the film when they sat down and 20 minutes in oh, Thor is yeah. chopping Thanos's head off I and, can't imagine and we flash to a it's it's so much of a twist that they know it. The Russo brothers know it because the 5 years later is displayed really slowly. Yeah. I think to just just to milk it. So you're just like 5 years? What? Like it's, yeah, it's quite yeah. a moment. And I, I heard I gasps it, to my theater. I heard I gasps. thought it was
0: great because it did then, like, completely subvert, like, every... Because then I was like, oh, they're still going to do... Like, time travel's the only way to fix this, probably. Yeah. Like, I had just assumed, mostly because of something that somebody had said, which was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home takes place immediately after Endgame, Endgame. Yeah. which isn't true, obviously. It must take place, like, days after, but... The point is, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to reset the time back to when Thanos' ship first shows up on Earth. That's Peter and the school bus. They must be going to the airport. And so in my mind, I had created this thing where I'm like, oh, they're just going to reset the entire universe. And Thank I was God like, I did. bet you something that's going to happen is.
1: Thank God they didn't, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was like, well, I thought people were going to have to stay behind. And that was going to be what caught, like, that's how Captain America was going to die in Iron Man. Like, they were going to have to stay behind with Thanos in, like, an alternate reality or some shit. So I did not see the way it ended up going, coming in. And when no. they killed him, I was just like, well, what the fuck, man? Because he's clearly still the main villain. And, like, there's, there was lines in the trailer that I'm like, we're not in that small conversation. Yeah, yet. there has to be So something. I was like, he has yeah. to come back. But I was like, how are they going to bring him back without it being, like, weird?
1: So, yeah, but- so... Black Widow, uh, it takes over this sort of uh, uh, almost like um, I'm trying to think of the character who's the, the the character that sort of sits in a chair and gives people uh, directives. Are you of Oracle
0: from the DC yeah. universe. No,
1: I'm thinking of someone else, but it doesn't matter. Um, the, the point is that, that that Tosh takes on this role, of sort of being sort of uh, a, a nerve center for the remaining survivors. She's sort of
0: like Nick Fury, like she's running like a yeah, superior version of Shield.
1: And I thought that was interesting because so far. That seemed to be just about the only character development I've seen out of Black Widow in all of the movies. Yeah, there's
0: been a very little of her trying to become a good person. Like, that's the one thing they keep building up is and she's she used harmed. to be an assassin.
1: She's harmed because she doesn't have a movie of her own. So she isn't capable Dead. of having any backstory developed. So when we see her, there's stuff, you know, there's her... Uh, forming an uh, you know empathic relationship with, uh, with with Bruce Banner and helping him you know negotiate yeah. with Hulk. You That's that interesting.
0: And, you know that her and Hawkeye have a relationship because in. Uh... Ultron, they go to her house, and his kids know her, but they don't know anybody else, and she's real friendly with them. Yeah, You know, yeah. like, little things, you know that, like, her and Cap have, like, sort but the of idea, like, a weird flirty relationship that doesn't go anywhere. The
1: idea that, that she, she's an assassin and she has friends is really about all I could do to describe Natasha Romanoff in these movies. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give her a lot. So this no. role in this movie's a little more, but we don't get much before she has to make her own sacrifice for the Soul
0: Stone. I mean, one, uh, Nebula had to piece together what happened, right? When they went to get the Soul Soul Stone, and he killed his daughter, who she still loved. So why didn't she mention to uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow that it's like, one of you is going to have to die, I guess. Or, like, two people who love each other, at least even platonically, have to go together and one of you has to die. Like, she just doesn't tell them at all. I'm like, this is such a fucking shitty thing to do. Yeah, what
1: if what if the two people that went were, like, hated each war, other. Were like War Machine and Rocket, and they're both yeah. like, well, I don't like him very much,
0: so. <laughs> yeah, It's like, or even if it had been, like, Hawkeye and War Machine, would be like, well, yeah, like, we're friends, but... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we, we, we get uh, coffee and like, friend
0: time. friends, yeah, like... <laughs> like like work acquaintances like also
1: the sequence there with natasha and um natasha and hawkeye fighting over uh, fighting
0: over who gets to jump off oof, of the cliff hoof
1: that's quite a moment like that's quite a sequence of like twist turn and then death it's pretty horrific it's also
0: uh, i i i will say i don't know what's happened to me the older i get like i, I I internalize all my emotions, which I'm well aware of is very unhealthy. You don't need to write it to the podcast to tell me. Please do. That. Please That's write it. A, a good thing, yeah. I'm, I'm sure therapy would be helpful. Anyways, something has happened, though, as I've gotten older. Movies can, like, make me cry more than anything else in the world. And it's deeply upsetting to me. This movie, I almost cried, like, four times. And I was, like, seeing this with, like, a group of my friends. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable crying in front of my <laughs> like I'm already internalizing all my other emotions. I don't. I almost cried during that scene. Like hard. I, I was like, oh no. I think I, I. don't think I'm gonna be able to stop from. I stop myself from crying here. I mean, you're not alone. It was deep. It was so upsetting that it was like because I like I, the whole time I was like, oh, they're gonna kill Black Widow. Like as soon as they got there, I was like she's gonna kill herself because Clint has a family. But like to see him be so upset about it and to like keep trying to stop her from doing it was just really
1: upsetting. And I think it worked even better because something they finally did because they they finally gave Natasha a little bit I think in this movie more than they had in the others yeah they they also gave Hawkeye more like learning about Hawkeye's family I thought was always very interesting but this movie when he becomes Ronin I think people were you know people in the trailer were excited because he's got a cool outfit and a sword and like that's fine terrible hair. That terrible hair. That's that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine that someone started getting a haircut and then they got snapped and didn't get to finish it. Um, but He was going for a buzz and the guy kind of just <laughs> yeah. died and he was like, fuck it. I'm keeping it forever. But I don't give a shit about like, this pseudo samurai thing. I don't care. Yeah. But the idea that Hawkeye, who was always kind of a little intense, but ultimately you know reserved and 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 uh, a family man yeah see, such, see, such a
0: soldier that when they reveal it in uh avengers 2 it's like such a moment where you're like what the fuck he had a family <laughs> like that lurched his, his character
1: forward and then to see him the opening the yeah opening. Where, where they disappear is very... fuck me i mean i saw that it was probably going to happen but oh it as soon didn't as they cut it...
0: to him i was like well this is just going to be a scene of his family it
1: did me? it it didn't make it any le- any better no uh, yeah. but it also gave hawkeye something it gave him like uh, you know fire and motivation, and it, it kind of pushed his character into uh, a new a new arc, which also made that scene so much worse because just like you said, it was Natasha weighing the weighing the um, the sort of moral odds of of like you've got more people that well, need yeah, you. And, and, it's and, fucking I mean, rough. It, it
0: has also been something that the one part of her character they they have developed is the idea that she feels like they both like beyond redemption. To, Well, she feels like she has to atone. She had, like, the the Avengers is her only chance of making up for all the terrible things she did. And this is the only real family she's ever had. So these people are like her. Like, you know, in in, in her idea, they kind of set it up as, like, the Avengers are her family. And that's it. She'll never have an actual family because she doesn't have one. She's an orphan or whatever. Although Red Skull knows her dad's name or whatever. So it's, like, this moment, too, where she's like, this is my chance to do the one good thing that I feel will redeem me forever is, you know, I I should die and you should live, you have a family I have literally nothing and it's so upsetting to watch though because they're both like trying to commit suicide which is like super fucked up when you think about it it's like a race between two people to see who can kill themselves first it's yeah. really upsetting and then the end when he's like holding on to her and she's like, you know, you can just let go or whatever, it's like, I was like, oh man I, I don't know if I can take this so I felt uh, like she had a, a, a kind of a decent moment. Like, you know, they they did something with her and they, they developed her character more. I was really surprised she died because she has a movie coming out. Yeah. Well, uh, so it, I guess, it, I mean, it was always going to be a prequel, but there's a couple of things too. A I mean, prequel.
1: Loki has a TV show, a TV show, which I guess he teleported to. <laughs> uh, did you not
0: hear that they released after this movie came out, that the plot of the TV show is going to be, it's the Loki that takes the Tesseract
1: oh that's fucking phenomenal
0: so which i will get into <laughs> later my theories okay. about all the time travel shit yeah that's that, that's
1: that's the second chunk so let's let's around a couple of these last characters yeah. so bruce we, we run into we now meet five years later bruce banner one of the few people who seems to have improved since the mm-hmm. snap um, I, I
0: will say this i don't give two shits about bruce banner in these movies he's not really. particularly interesting and I, I feel like that's not really mark ruffalo's fault it's just, like, I get the premise of the Hulk, and they don't really play it up, and there's no, like, really interesting moments where it's like, I get it, he doesn't want to be the Hulk. I, that's, like, I got that from the Ed Norton movie when he was a different actor. But it's, like, I just feel like I'm, like, okay. So, like, they give him too much time where I'm, like, I don't give a shit that now you're smart Hulk. And I will you never think- really have a moment with Natasha that makes me feel yeah. like
1: i really need you i think i'm with you there i think so, i think independently i don't have a problem with any of like the scenes he's in no i just but he just he doesn't contribute enough to to justify his screen time i think yes. ultimately yeah that's this one. Yeah. that's
0: really my thing is like i didn't mind the scenes but if you were like oh you could pick between having these scenes with the hulk and like and five like five captain minutes america of, of talking to bucky yeah <laughs> yeah and rocket and then bucky i'd be like oh well give me those scenes because those are gonna have way more like emotional impact then a I character mean, who's always just sort of been in the background, like, waiting for something to happen so he can turn into a Hulk.
1: And and Rocket's a really good example. I mean, he is, he is like space Tony Stark, you know? He's exceptionally talented and, and immensely removed it, from and, social and connections. I feel,
0: too, like a character that they've done such a great job of developing in, in the three movies he's appeared in. Is like, in the first movie, he's like this, like, you know, all I've got's Groot and I don't need anybody else to kind of be in, like, you know, and at the end of Guardians 2, the whole thing is sort of like, he's like, you know, he keeps trying to push people away because he do- he's afraid of losing people. Or he's afraid that they'll leave him because they won't like who he is. So it's better for him to just force people not to like him so then he doesn't have to get attached and then lose them. Which is like the whole thing at the end with the Yandu funeral. Is like he kind of realizes that it's like the Guardians like him regardless of the fact that he's a dick he's their friend and they you know they care about him and everything and then and you get that in endgame where he's sort of like you know he's still trying to be callous but he knows that they're his friends and he talks to thor about like i have things i could lose you know i have friends that i've you know and i don't want to yeah. lose them and so he's built up and then he gets nothing in this movie which to me is just it's really a waste because it felt a lot like captain america in infinity war where you're just like oh, he really didn't give him anything to do
1: yeah, and it sucked because Groot is this gra- grounding element for him. And and Rocket didn't just lose, like, Bucky. He lost the whole squad. I mean, all of them. All, yeah. all of them. Uh, to be the sole survivor of this like intergalactic band uh, that has taken on the universe, I thought we'd get a little bit with him. But when he travels on the time heist with Thor, a fun sentence to say, um, he he is sort of, yeah, he gets a couple dialogue sequences like you just called out, but ultimately, that's more about Thor. and Yeah, yeah. Uh, he
0: gets like basic. And even his interactions with Thor are pretty small because Thor's real like catharsis moment is with his mom. And then Bucky just, or I'm sorry, Rocket just shows up and they make the rabbit joke again. And then that's it. And I was like, wow, that's really weird that like they just. And then when the Guardians show back up, we don't even get like a moment where Rocket runs up and hugs Groot, which I was like, at least give me that. Yeah, like, give me just give hug. me a shot Fuck's sake. where like where Rocket, you know, especially heard- after like the Russo brothers said that like the thing at the end of Endgame where he says, "I am Groot," and he dies, they're saying he's calling Rocket Dad because in Groot's mind, Rocket's his dad. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you can't build that up and really like and tell people that and then just be like, yeah, they got back together and they're fine because it's just like, well, I want I want a moment with them i don't really need a scene of the hulk getting a photo and be like (laughs) him being like i don't think i can do this
1: yeah that's you know i was just like i don't need
0: this scene just give me the scene where tony shows up
1: like let's run on let's run down the last two real quick here they're big ones a thor thor had the probably the most dramatic like change and one that i thought that they might try to like movie magic rectify um to be like oh it's just It's just, you know, the old thor you liked again. But they didn't, and they stuck with it, which I kind of dug immensely. I
0: I was reading – I've been reading articles now that I've seen it, and they were talking about – the Russo brothers mentioned that Thor's arc was entirely – like was much different until they talked to – Takiti whatever. I I don't know how you say his name, so I'm just going to butcher it. The director of Thor Ragnarok, and then they kind of had seen the movie – and they were talking to him and he was like, well, yeah, you know, like Thor is a different person now. He's completely changed. And so they were like, oh, like, well, what if Thor had just given up because he blames himself? So he's no longer, he just doesn't care. So he just is like a person who just gives up when they're depressed and becomes an alcoholic and lets himself go. And I was like, this is an interesting turn. And I liked the way they did it because I was like, oh, this is really cool that they didn't just make Thor be like, yeah, I could have killed him. I missed him oh well yeah like they made him actually feel bad which i appreciated
1: yeah they gave his 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 actions and his his reaction to them full consequence like tangible consequence
0: and made thor a character that i would like if they were like we made another thor movie i'd be like i'd like to see that like after after thor dark world i was like they don't need to ever make another thor movie because i one (laughs) i don't i just don't like the character he's a dick yeah he's like an asshole the whole time and i kind of wanted to lose but thor ragnarok changed that where he becomes humble and he accepts his like responsibility and all this stuff and they did that in this movie and i was like i like this version of thor not
1: to mention he also drifts towards uh look reminding me of volstag you know what i mean yeah uh which is kind of or hilarious the Big Lebowski, as they point out or the it, which is super 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 accurate um, and he's very vulnerable like when he's in his old um when he's back in uh asgard which is a tough moment for him that he's clearly clearly avoiding by just talking about where to get beer like he doesn't want to even acknowledge that he's in the home that he failed to protect a second reason to to not be you know his usual affable self um he's there and he's having a huge problem staying on task because i mean his fucking mom's there uh yeah and and he sort of
0: brings up that he's like i can't do this like i can't see these people and, like, that's why he runs away to go get drunk. Because and he's just like, I can't deal with this. It's pretty immense
1: that his mother allows this moment of, of catharsis for him, this moment of, uh, of of reestablishing his sense of duty, which allows him to become sort of a hero again at the end of the film, uh, during the glad and, magic Battle.
0: And it gives him the moment where he reaches out and calls back Mjolnir, so he, yeah. he's like, I'm still worthy, knowing that, like, even though he's let himself go, and he feels like he Jesus, failed yeah. and was no longer worthy, Although all I can picture
1: all I can picture is past Thor, like sitting down having a sandwich with the, with the hammer next to him. And yeah, and it just, just flies away. away. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but, and, and by the end of the movie, when we see him off, he's able to take on this new role. He hands off uh, the leadership of New Asgard that he was not really leading anyway yeah. um, uh, to Valkyrie, which is great to see Valkyrie firmed up as a character because when she appeared on screen, people cheered. Like not even when she sh- showed up at the end, you know, flying on a Pegasus or whatever. I like when you might she- have
0: been in a more vocal theater than me. People, I was in a twice. vocal. I,
1: I was in a pretty vocal theater, and I would say I, I had I had gasps, I had I had sniffles during some of the more uh, emotional scenes. I I had I had a couple rows stand up when, when Captain America is throwing Mjolnir around. Um, That's absurd. You would never stand up in a movie. And That's bad and, form. And but yeah, I had people. I had people. Fucking amped to see Valkyrie, which I which kind of surprised me because I like thought her character was phenomenal and I found her very intriguing. I didn't know that that was widespread, uh, but yeah, people were amped. So to see her now placed in almost like a Thor capacity uh, in in New Asgard was pretty fucking cool. If there's going to be any more future movies with her in them, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, exciting. All right, so we we burned a lot of time talking about the characters and the character development as if we care about art. Uh, but let's, let's start talking about bullshit movie science because I want to talk about some shit in this okay, movie. Okay,
0: so the crux of this movie revolves around them traveling back in time because of the quantum realm. Two, the, the, the first immediate problem with this is there is an entire movie which posits being in the quantum realm, you just age the same time as everybody else because when they go and pull Janet Van Dyne out, she is aged as if she has been in there for 30 years. She doesn't still look like a forty-year-old woman. Or, I'll, I'll, you know I'll correct
1: mean? you. that The argument is that they could enter the quantum realm and exit it, and if they have a way to navigate, which is what Tony Stark's able to bring to the table, that they could exit. Uh, not not just ra- is that
0: what this Okay. Not and just, not just let in a different
1: complaint. Go. Not just in a different place, but in a different time, which I think matters because when timelines are being splintered all over the fucking place. Ah, uh, the ability to come back not just to the 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 what what we in quotes we call the present but to come back to the present and also come back in the same timeline I think matters because okay here's the big deal to establish and I talked to a bunch of people about this and I kind of love time travel as a fictional concept so um I, but I wanted to break it down movies do it movies and books and whatever and maybe even yeah, theoretical but- talks they do it three ways right yeah. there's there's mutable which is what Back to the Future does. You go back in time, you fuck up your parents fucking, and then you and your siblings all start disappearing, right? Is that you you
0: can change the past and it'll affect
1: the future. It'll affect the future. That's mutable. Immutable is that time is always rigid if you go back then that's just something that was always going to happen it had already happened uh so like terminator right you know uh, uh, uh yeah they, uh, they kyle... can't
0: ever actually change the events that lead to Arm uh, that lead to judgment day Ter-
1: terminator comes back to kill sarah connor because she has the child that leads the resistance but the child only comes from kyle reese who comes back after terminator it's a big loop you know, it's a big yeah, circle yeah. that always You're basically happens.
0: creating the events that lead to the events that lead to the events. Exactly.
1: And the third is multiple uh, multiple dimensions. That if you change the past significantly, uh, and that's you a just, big question. Yeah, you, you ex- What's significant ex- enough? But, yeah. Well, uh, you, the you, idea that
0: if you change anything in the past from the way the events transpired, you have created a new timeline.
1: Yes. You, you branch the timeline. And that is what, more or less... The Avengers movie, uh, and The, the Avengers movie,
0: yeah, is I think like sort of the first movie that goes well off into a different. Like usually in time travel movies, it's either Twelve Monkeys, uh, Terminator. You can't actually change the past.
1: Well, it's fucking you know, tricky like here the past too. has already
0: happened, and your your actions in the future to affect the past are actually what causes your future. So you're actually just creating a loop of achieving it. Then you've got, like you said, Back to the Future, yeah, and um, I'm so trying to think of why other movies that are like that, and for some reason, a to Time Machine. Uh, I love that they, they fucking mentioned that movie, too.
1: That I will
0: really say, funny. the time travel part, they give a very confusing description, which is, you can't alter the past because your future is now in the past, and so you can't, your, like that timeline is now continuing as your future, and when you come back, that future no longer exists. It's like this really complicated thing. And it does lead to one of the best jokes, where they're just like naming off how time travel works in every movie, except yeah. for this one. And he's just like naming stuff. He's like hot tub time machine. He's like hot tub time machine. <laughs>
1: just like the way Sa- they play it up. Side note: I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy uh, uh, <laughs> War Machine making making positing the, the, the plan of of killing Baby Thanos, and everyone's yes. kind of going, oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but he's like, he's like, well, I mean, come on. And you're like, well, that is a like, it, it's but, so much the great, you know, the, the classic time travel question. If you could go back in time, could
1: you kill baby Hitler? So Knowing which leads, you would stop. This leads to some great, some, some caveats and some great things. So great thing number one, this is the right, I think this is a great choice because, you know, it prevents them from doing something that is very, very bad. If you're writing a, a short story and your short story ends with the character waking up and erasing all the events you just read, you did a bad job. And the same thing happens if you go into the second of two movies and just erase the actions of the first movie. No one will like that. Yeah, it will yeah. take you... the moments that mattered and it will make them no longer matter. Yes. Um, but they avoided that, which I think was really interesting because instead... Their argument is that they are they're going back in time to collect this very power, these very very powerful relics, bring them up into the into their current zone, use them and then take them back, which is a little absurd. But well, at least... which
0: which what's interesting though is their plan is not to take them back. They only do it because the ancient ones like yeah, you motherfuckers
1: can't keep these. That's true. Them.
0: That's brought up later by the ancient one. Which that was another thing. That was one of those other moments where I was like, I don't like this. Uh, they they travel back to three of the movies. They travel back to Avengers one. They travel to Thor two, and to Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are like the yes. three timelines that they travel to to get the stones. The ancient uh, one also ex- technically. T- yeah, oh, then I, they tra- then they travel back to the seventies, which isn't one of the movies.
1: Right, but also. They're also going to... I guess that the, they, they travel to the same... When they go to the Guardians of the Galaxy, that also means they're going to the Soul Stone, which is yeah from yeah. one of the other movies, but yeah.
0: So they get to New York, and this is something that annoyed me, was I was like, so wait, the Ancient One was there during the invasion of New York and was only protecting her house? She's the fucking shittiest guardian of Earth I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> like, why didn't she mobilize all the magicians? Like, that really... like I was like, mm, they shouldn't have done this, because it really raises the question of like, wait, why weren't they fighting these aliens the whole time? And no one knew about it. But anyways, she explains that there's the golden timeline, which is the timeline that has always existed. And it's the timeline of the MCU movies, we'll say. Yeah. When they take these stones, if they don't bring them back, for example, if they take the time stone and never bring it
1: back, Dormammu destroys Earth. So that's... Because because Doctor Strange can't
0: use that to stop him.
1: Right, so we're in A, and they travel back to, to you know timeline a in the yeah they, they travel
0: matter. back to avengers
1: and to they the talk timeline. to they talk to the ancient one and she says that if they take the time stone to go do some dumb bullshit and they don't bring it and, and 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 that is now what happens the time stone no longer exists she doesn't have it dormammu wins then we have a we have a b branch in which you know which as she points fucked. out
0: would be a terrible reality and it's like a dark reality yeah so we set that up And you're like, oh, okay. Then moments later, the Avengers let it happen, which I was just like, wow, you introduce something and the minute after you explain it, it happens? It's like, okay, this is an interesting turn of events. But they fuck up and Loki gets the Tesseract. So when Loki teleports away, he just created a new timeline.
1: Yes. In
0: which the Tesseract
1: and Loki are not sent back to Asgard. Correct. And more importantly, a Loki still working for Thanos brings him the Power Stone way, or Space Stone, way before he should have it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: At this point, yeah, he probably would have given it to Thanos, or he'll use it for himself, which is still equally as bad. Because yeah, both Jackets. both are bad. Yeah, he hasn't been redeemed bad. yet in that timeline.
1: But there's he some doesn't are... get
0: redeemed to Thor
1: Ragnarok, and so so that's a huge thing here because that's 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 now that's B branch right? Mm-hmm. Timeline has splintered. That's B branch, uh, and they can't fix that, and they can use their time device because again based on the argument they've given us they can go through both space and time so they can move you know back into the gold timeline or whatever and, and go back to the 70s but they can't fix that steve maybe they never can't fix it fix and they never say they fix it and like i, I mean, said
0: as near as i can tell the press release about the loki tv show is him using the space stone to alter events which i don't know how that's going to work because none of these actors are going to appear
1: in his TV show. You know what I mean? It's like they're Although gonna get arguably, Robert downey Jr. to show up. As we've just pointed out, the absence of the time stone makes Dormammu destroy you know a timeline, basically. Loki having the space stone, uh it's a space one, right? Yes, yes, it looks okay. like teleport. But, Loki having the space stone is not going to necessarily upset no, that universe really, so badly that like it's stays, apocalyptic.
0: It stays in the vaults of Asgard until Thor Ragnarok. Right. That's where it's Tesseract is. is there the whole time. But and the idea finally... that an evil Loki has it and could use it for something, because it allows yeah. him to travel anywhere in the anywhere through space instantly.
1: It, it it already
0: seems like he does
1: that just just by his vague power build. <laughs> you yeah, know? he's
0: he's kind of questionable, but I assume <laughs> they'll come up with some other ability that the the Tesseract can do. I mean, it's also like an energy. You know, it can be used to like create infinite energy and all this as as they try to do in Captain America, and uh, the Avengers movie and stuff. So there so is that
1: the cleaner timeline is is um is uh uh rocket and th- well uh, sorry a nebula and war machine go to the beginnings of guardians of the galaxy which has that great scene where i because i love the scene where star lord is dancing yes to, he's, he's uh, dancing on to come and get your love come and get your love uh and so just to cut to him outside of it just like bad singing singing to, to, it. to <laughs> no one because no
0: one else can hear it i thought that was a great bit there's a lot of Very really good, good bit. bits in the flashback parts that I really enjoy. Yeah, enjoyed, for sure. Which we'll, um, we'll have to do maybe a rundown at the end of Vestas. That Best. was
1: a little cleaner because they knock him out, you know, and they yes. take the stone and they just leave with it. And the, the only problem there is that they create this a brief, this breach where um, uh, the you know past Nebula now knows about the plan and thus Thanos uh, yes, uh, which is branched A, a
0: confusing idea of how uh, networks work. <laughs> But yeah, that's, but that's somehow fun. they can see all. We'll of move past memories. that. And, if we're accepting Quantum Zone, we'll move past. Yeah, that. and then this raises the question: When Thanos leaves to travel to present day, didn't he just create a new timeline because he's yes. no longer there to continue his actions in the old? So there's two branches so there's far. There's two branches, two
1: confirmed branches that definitely have a, a significant a definite, change. And, yeah. yeah,
0: and they change.
1: So this leads me to a big question. If at the end of the movie Captain America goes back, a can he fix these?
0: Well, here's the thing: he goes. Does that back work and that puts, way? Like he goes back and puts all the stones where he got them, and he takes back Mjolnir, so the golden timeline continues without interruption. So the golden timeline's still good. However, he does not fix the Thanos change, nor can he fix the the Loki Tesseract change because they don't even seem to realize that Loki has the Tesseract yeah so those two timelines are still broken as shit plus then the russo brothers revealed that he doesn't travel back in time to the golden timeline he travels to another timeline and marries peggy carter there because i was like well he creates a a change then too because she has a husband and
1: kids that's what i'm now do not exist
0: and And i'm like sure they maybe didn't do anything like maybe the guy just went on to own like a 711 but like you're still got to be like, well, there's some effect. That I've goes seen out arguments from
1: there. that Captain America, that the quote-unquote husband, is Captain America, uh, who can't reveal himself to his you know younger self when when he comes to to, to, to meet Peggy. I haven't really spent any time. That would be insane, betting, though. I guess the, that. I guess the
0: idea is when he
1: does go to see her, she has dementia
0: because she's like 106.
1: Right, right, right. Uh, so I don't know. but but according according to the
0: russo brothers they they just announced because people were asking them they said no he doesn't travel to the mcu timeline so captain america as an old man married to peggy carter doesn't exist through all the events of that's fair but then
1: what is he doing on a bench like i'm so confused he must travel
0: there with some more pin
1: particles he has question mark that's where I'm kind of lost here, because he creates, you know... And he must come point.
0: from a different timeline, because he still has Captain America's shield, and he gives it
1: to them. So we got B, C, and D. We got we got the Loki break, we got the uh, Thanos break, and we got the Captain America... Well, we have
0: what appears to be... I assume that, like, Captain America traveled to, like, the timeline where Thanos leaves. Or could be, yeah, could there. be one
1: of the same, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he lives there
0: or something, but... He creates a splitter from whatever timeline he's in when he keeps Captain America's shield. Yeah, because either crazy. he goes, either he goes back and stops himself from dying, which would be weird. But since he's old, he clearly waits until he crashes and then I guess just never let like hopes Captain America's never brought back to like from the ocean because like where would he have gotten
1: the shield? The, well, that's the one he took back with him,
0: right? No, he doesn't have the shield. Thanos destroys it
1: while they're fighting. But that never happens because Thanos leaves if you're if you if you argue No, no. Right.
0: Thanos in the current timeline at the end of the movie during the big battle where he has Mjolnir, Thanos destroys his shield. He cuts it in half.
1: Right, but that's at that's timeline A. Captain yes. America has gone somewhere else where that Yes, but happened.
0: where does he get that shield because the only person who has the shield in that timeline is the actual Captain America. No, 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 no. no. C-
1: Captain America A took his shield with him to a but timeline where no where no fight takes... Oh, but it, would, it wouldn't
0: revert it. It doesn't oh, turn him yeah, back right. into a shot. Well, so, I'm he pretty sure it was fixed. And he Did also he... doesn't have the shield when he travels back. He's well, I, was, only, I was about to ask that. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't think he does. If I remember right, he's not holding the shield at all. And who would have well, fixed it?
1: How? Could I see a, I see a pretty good hole there, but I have a bigger question. Yes. Captain America travels back to a variety of places in time. It's unclear mm-hmm. where he ends up settling down with Peggy, but presumably it's in the 70s. No, No, it it
0: looks like it's in the 1940s and they've moved into like a 1950s like Brownstone. Right, 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 right. So
1: so Captain America, with an intimate knowledge of the variety of intergalactic and domestic threats that take place in America over the course of many years, does... While he's
0: frozen. Nothing. Yeah, and that's... But see, I I read in the interview they said something, they were like, so you're telling us that Captain America goes back and just doesn't do anything a man who in the beginning of endgame mentions that he'll do anything no matter what it takes to bring these people back he'll do it and they're like he just gives up and they're like we're not gonna say what he does and i was like did they convince chris evans to like come back and do a movie in 10 years and just be like you'll be in whatever shape you're in and whatever age you are and we're just <laughs> gonna set it during the 19th like 1980s it's we're do, like a, a captain america wonder woman movie it's And interesting. it's just gonna be like yeah because i i could in my mind i'm like i just i one i really dislike that idea because while it's nice that he gets kind of his happy ending i just feel like captain america would never i mean he he literally when given the chance of like seeing her and not seeing her like you know of crashing that plane and what he assumes is killing himself or like just jumping out of it and probably living or, you know what I mean? Like he could get out of that plane and just hope it doesn't kill anyone else. He chooses the right, like he chooses to kill himself. Yeah. You're like, so that same guy is now just like, eh, fuck it. I really do want to have sex with her. Like, you know what I mean? It's so weird. Cause it's like, he already it's made that choice. You, asshole. Yeah. But he's already given up on it twice. Like he watched her die and he let himself die while like, you know what I mean? So it's like he, he's for, cause as much as he loves Peggy Carter, he loves like the world and uh, like america and his like need to do the right thing and to to put other people first is sort of captain america's defining quality in all these movies yeah you know like one of the the big things is like the whole reason civil war kind of happens is, is because he's like what happens if there's something we could stop and they tell us we can't and he's like i can't do that and you know i, I always thought it was odd civil war they never bring up the fact that he's like I also don't want to take orders from a group that, you know, at one point in time used to be Hydra. So, like, you know, maybe that's why I'm distrusting of authority is the last time I trusted one, they turned out to be Hydra the whole time. But I like I feel like, you know, like that's sort of like his driving force is like he gives up friendships to do the right thing because he's like, I can't ever put myself in a situation where I can't do the right thing. I need to be like the the moral compass or whatever, and I can't trust other people will make that right moral call. And then for him just to give it, I don't know. I the end his ending like really bummed me out and kind of soured the end of this film for me.
1: I, I wouldn't say it, it 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 bummed me out, but it, it it I thought that it was um it it was a choice that I don't think struck me like i they wanted it to strike me you know what i mean i didn't sit there like teary eyed and go oh this is this is the ultimate moment uh, the, of handing off the franchise i thought i just kept thinking to myself oh the, the logic of this doesn't really doesn't really yeah the water. whole time i was
0: like i was like this is very confusing if they were
1: gonna, like cuz i had assumed they were going to do this. i i had, I, had I don't hate it, it i guess is what i'm trying to say but i it, don't, it, don't really it, it. it didn't it didn't it didn't hit me like I think that they meant it to uh maybe it did others but I did not for me
0: I almost would have preferred if they had been like we'll get him back and he's like I can't it looks like he's stuck in 1946 or something and then they had shown Bucky and Bucky had smiled and been like he's not coming back but it like smiled and then cut to that scene of him dancing instead I did not like the old man scene I didn't like it at all like I was just like Mm. this is really weird I really didn't like the passing the torch thing. I really didn't like that Like, if you're going to have that scene and you're not going to have him talk to Bucky, it's just like such a missed chance. That is an
1: argument I will accept. That Yeah, Yeah, I think there should have been some moment with Bucky for sure.
0: Maybe if they had done that same scene and Bucky had been there and he had had like a closing moment with Bucky, like he had gone over to him and been like, you know, I'm sorry, Buck, or something. And something, something. Uh, Maybe I wouldn't have disliked it as much. But like in my mind, I'm just like, wow, man, this is, like, his best friend. Like, somebody he considers, like, his brother. Somebody who's been with him through everything. Who he feels guilty for... He thought for him dying. Then he felt guilty for him becoming a Russian spy. Then he felt responsible for saving him. And all this stuff. And then, like, at the end, he's just like, I'm gonna say goodbye to you, and then I'm never coming back. And I'm not gonna... And when I do come back, I'm not even gonna say anything to you. It was just... Like to me, that was the biggest misstep of the movie was like a complete misunderstanding of the two characters that had created, I which
1: think is that's fair. which is confusing but, too
0: because the two people who made those two movies, Winter Soldier and Civil War, are the two dudes who made this movie.
1: Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about the Russo brothers, the guy behind uh, 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 the Mother Boy episode of Arrested Development. The guys yeah. behind the paintball episode of Community. The guys Which, behind. Hold on, let me just let me just check my notes here. The guy behind uh, Car Fuckers.
0: Huh. I can only imagine that's exactly what you think it is.
1: I. Okay.
0: Um, I was talking to Ben about this beforehand, and huh. uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige hired them to direct Captain America, based only on seeing the episode of Community where they do the paintball western. Which is like the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. That you would be like, I saw two episodes of a sitcom, and I was like, "Ooh, give those guys 150 million dollars to make a Captain America movie." It's so crazy. And then to find out they made car fuckers, which I can only assume is a highbrow look
1: at car intercourse. <laughs> That's the only way that it can go. I don't know if you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much you've you've checked out. Um, the uh, the CFCU the, the Carfucker Cinematic Universe, but it's pretty it's Is pretty this, elaborate. Does um, it turn out it's like the
0: same thing? Like <laughs> Joe Cart Captain Carfucker comes back, and they're like, "Why yeah, do we talk to the winner Carfucker?"
1: When Captain Carfucker just retired uh, uh, and and just became like an, an old jalopy, I I just was not a fan of the way the movie had. They shifted.
0: ruined it. They shouldn't have given they, it to the. He shouldn't have given his hubcaps to the Firebird. He should have given them. Um, <laughs> To the Land Rover. I don't know what car would be similar to Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, boy. That's
1: pretty phenomenal. All right, well, it, <laughs> let's, it would be... Let's, do, let's just do
0: 15 more minutes of Carfucker, and then we'll go back
1: to... It would be against the rules of, of this episode if we didn't at least discuss the end. So here's the thing. Seeing these movies, any of these movies, has two parts out of me. Uh, one, I am having a... a, a a time being either critical or being complimentary of the character arcs, of the narrative, uh, uh, you know, uh, of the narrative, ex, you know, uh, uh, choices that are being made, of the jokes, of the comedy and the timing. And then another part of me is 13 and is yeah. just going ooh hoo, hoo, at like all of the stupid like Tony Stark lasers at all of the, the ridiculous uh, uh, mashup sequences of characters fighting. Yeah, I mean
0: i i said maybe i even said this during the podcast i can no longer remember but i felt like this movie was like such fan service like there's so many moments like if you're a fan of the marvel movies never could a movie be made that is more for you like absolutely and that's so many references to the previous movies via dialogue
1: and i can't even events I can't even be mad about it because in a way it's gratuitous. In a way it's, it's almost like... It's
0: gratuitous but it, it mostly works. There's only in a w- few times where you're just like... Eh. For
1: sure. In, in a way it's almost like fan fiction someone wrote you know in a couple ways it's it's just oh, so absurd that like spider man swings over and picks up you know it picks up war machine and like this and that yeah yeah
0: like but yeah it is definitely like reading fan fiction it's like it's like that Patton Oswald like uh yeah, filibuster yeah. scene from parks and Rex where it's just like every crate like you know, like and then portals open and like every Wakandan soldier comes out and then like there's a whole bunch of people who can use magic and, you know, there's, like, all this, it's, like, you're just, like, wait, what? It's, like, the most absurd se- And then, like, Captain Marvel shows up and she just face plants into
1: a ship and it blows up. And I accept all of that. But during those sequences, you, if you could have taken a picture of me with my hands tucked under my chin and my eyes sparkling, you would just know how hearts. I truly, truly felt about this movie. Because you're right, it was just, I mean, it would be, like, I, I could think of many video games or movies that built up to some sort of epic climax and then got there and realized, boy, this is too expensive and too hard to actually do, so we're gonna go ahead. Like like what's the end of Halo Two when they build up, like finish the fight, and then you know, the Halo Two ends with him staring at like, you know, staring out of the space should be like, Well, I'll certainly do that in the next game. Um,
0: yeah.
1: it was they, have, they, they had they had they had a pitfall where they could do that but instead it was like holy shit i mean they're they managed fucking to do, everyone
0: like, they managed to jerk off every person like, <laughs> i guess like finger bang every character every person in a theater and at no point are you just like well this feels like a gratuitous hand you know like you're just like i mean like my biggest complaint with the movie is there wasn't more of the things i like there wasn't more character stuff. I wanted more of the characters. And my main biggest complaint is just like, I was slightly unhappy with Captain America's ending.
1: You know? I know.
0: You know, like, my, my complaints are like, oh, I'm bummed by this or by that. But it's like, I still really liked the movie when I left. When I was he, when like, he well, talks a about, like...
1: Movie you talk about like uh, 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 Iron Man and uh, Iron Man and Spider Man having not only an emotional reconnection, but like working together briefly in the battle to this like um, ongoing like threat of the characters trying to get to fucking Scott Lang's old car. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and, and like when they when I mean... they uh, like you, we you first see it is before it's just the like the old kind of Avengers and when Thanos shows up you know they're all fighting and like Captain America and then they're all getting beat up and like you get to see the cool scene where Captain America wields Mjolnir and there's like that sweet part where he throws his shield and then throws the hammer into it and the shockwave from them hitting knocks Thanos over like that was really cool like that fight scene's cool but then he kind of gets the upper hand and Captain America's like getting ready to die and you hear Falcon come on, and he says like "Cap on your left," which is like a reference to Winter Soldier. Yeah, Captain America keeps running by him. At the it's Lincoln, such a fanboy moment. Board.
1: Like for twenty,
0: for like for a but solid then, thirty minutes, you know. Yeah, and then like they open, like they cut, and all these portals open, and you see every, and they give like little moments to everybody, like when the like when Black Panther comes out. You see all of the the people from Wakanda, and they start doing that like really badass like uh, war chant they do, yeah, which yeah. is like my favorite part of uh, Infinity Wars when they're all standing there and they're doing it. It's so, and you're just like, oh, And then you see like Wong shows up, and there's all you know, like they bring in all these characters and Wasp. Is I heard being, someone just, make,
1: say that Howard the Duck can be briefly seen coming out of a portal, but I didn't actually catch it myself. That if that's true, that would be insane. And there's like. Like, that whole scene, like, from then on, it, it
0: is... And there's even, like, callbacks in the fight scene. Like, when Spider-Man tells it to activate kill mode, which is the joke from Homecoming, when he's, like, it's, like, activating kill mode. He's like, no, don't activate that! Like, yeah. they put it into this movie, and he wants to... And I'm like, that's, like, a great, like, callback joke. And uh, there's only, like... I, I, I have to ask this question real quick, since we're talking about these scenes. What did you think of the um, Captain Marvel all-female squad scene? Where Captain uh, Marvel lands and gets the gauntlet and all the female heroes show up to help her. I
1: I, I don't... I don't know. It, it's it's one way or the other. It's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, it's just such a waste of screen time. But I'm also like, it felt... This is the
0: this is the thing. The only thing that got me was, they should have had any of the other female characters pick the gauntlet up from Spider-Man and then him be like, how are you going to get through? And then they all showed up. But instead they picked the deus ex machina character who literally just flew through a spaceship four seconds earlier. It's like, I don't think she needs help, guys. She just flew through a ship as if, like, nothing, like face-planted through it. Yeah,
1: that's... that's that scary. was the
0: only thing that got me. Like, I enjoyed the scene, and I was like, you know, props to, like... I appreciate they do that, because I know for, like, you know, women, that's, like, a big thing, because they're not represented in these kind of movies. So I'm like, I'm perfectly cool with that. I was just like, hmm, they should have picked a different character for them to all rally behind, because... It's like if Thor picked it up and they were just like, well, we'll come help Thor. It's like, I think he's got it, guys. (laughs) He can control lightning. He's probably okay. That was the only thing that got me was was just like, hmm, interesting choice. And did you enjoy Pepper Potts coming back in her...
1: I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it too. No, I that I thought if she suit was awesome.
0: <laughs> if she had come back with the stupid glowing hands thing from Iron Man three, that yeah. would have made me mad. But since she was just in like the whatever her suits called, I forget what the name of it is because it's in the comics. Uh, whatever, I thought that I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not. I like this. That's cool. They put her in there. You know that they didn't just write her out at the end of the movie, and it's cool she would show up to try to help her husband. and
1: Yeah, all and, that and stuff. I I thought it was someone else would caught that like. um, it was it was it, 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 it things make more sense um oh this is something we're talking about um so timeline also post fight uh so the 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 events of, of the, the events of the snap take place uh and then 5 years elapses and then the events of end game majority mm-hmm. end game takes place um people are restored but we'll point out the past has not changed so everyone is only brought back 5 years later correct yes
0: so every, like, think about this. This was something I was, Holy last shit. night I went to dinner with my uh, my friend Victor. And we had both seen a movie. We were, like, waiting to get together just to talk about this movie. And so we were talking about it. And I was like, can you just imagine, though, like, think about it. It's been five years since everybody's gone. And it's, like, a horrible, tra- tra- like, traumatic event and everything. But you got to figure so many people remarried or got girlfriends yep. or boyfriends or significant other or whatever. And it's, like, two, you have to think, like, could the earth then support all those people coming back because like all of our food production would, would have been halved because we wouldn't have had people to continue to make the food, to ship the food, to process it. You know, so it's like all these people are going to come back and it's like, what about like people who got snapped out while they were in a hospital? Like, do they just come back and they're still ill? Can, like, so I'm like, I, this would have been a whor- this is, like, a horror story if you really think about it. Like, all of a sudden there's all these people, there's not enough food to feed them, all their jobs are gone. Because it's been five years, so, like, the economy has had to fix itself. I. It's just so, I'm like, wow, this is weird. And then, even if you came back and your husband hadn't remarried, he's now five years older than you. Like, than he was when you, like, went away. So, you know, like, Hawkeye's probably, like, ten years older than his wife now. It's really weird.
1: Yeah, there's a number of moments like that. I mean, the ones you mentioned are all all uh, applicable, but in the actual movies, we now know that in the upcoming Spider-Man Far From Home, which is hilarious to say Far From Home is Italy and not a fucking... Another planet. <laughs> Another planet. But more importantly, that Peter it must be that peter parker and his friend ned and you know mary jane and yeah, and all, all the of, other characters all, all, the, all got all snapped
0: hands and gentle characters from homecoming thanos is like i'm just gonna snap out that entire bronx high yeah, school they
1: all had to die because the rest of like their school class would have gone on into college yeah, and they'd already all be in college like they're, they're all back as sophomores in high school not to mention that um, there was some oddity someone pointed out in the trailer for Far From Home where he gets a check from the Stark Association. It's signed by Pepper Potts, which is like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's the reason it's signed by Pepper Potts. And it's more than just the fact that she's the, you know, administrator of Yeah, Potter. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that I think that really kind of covers this, as much as I can talk about this one. I could, I oh, could we go on could for a while. talking about it. But in reality, I just want to go see it again. Uh, which is not something I've necessarily felt by a lot of the blockbusters I've seen, even the Marvel movies. I haven't... When I saw Infinity War, I really enjoyed my time, but I didn't immediately want to go back to the theater and see it again, mostly because of how depressing the ending was. But
0: Yeah, I, I feel like I like I want to see this again, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I could go back to the theater and watch it again, because it's such like a sad movie. It's like, I kind of just want to watch it somewhere, like home, where I can like really take it in and uh, not worry if I start crying. But... <laughs> There was something else I wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, what did you think when they traveled back to the 70s of the ultimate convenient timing of Tony running into his dad and Captain America walking into the one office that happens to be Peggy Carter's? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a little bit, you know. It's a, it's a little on the nose? Yeah, it, it potentially a little on the nose. <laughs>
0: uh, the only other thing I wanted to point out was... Um, so, we, I, I mentioned that the Loki show is, is supposed to be about him with the tesseract possibly at least that's what all like indications are saying now so i was wondering is do we think the time travel stuff that doesn't get fixed is that a plot hole like they were just like oh shit we didn't really fix that or do you think this is all setting up for two things one is i thought i was like are they gonna maybe have the loki tv show be like he uses the tesseract somehow to kill all the superheroes in the marvel universe But whatever he does to do it, like, whatever weapon he creates, creates mutants. And that's how they're going to create the X-Men universe. And it'll be an alternate timeline. That
1: might be a far cry,
0: but I think they're definitely going to make the X-Men one of the alternate timelines. Because I I, I just don't think you can all of a sudden be like, unless they're like, when they snapped him back, he fucked it up somehow because he wasn't strong enough and now some of them are mutants. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only other way you can introduce mutants now. Because otherwise it's just like, they've been around for a long time and never bothered to help out during any of the tragedies or events or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad pitch.
0: But then the other thing I thought, which was, this was something uh, a couple people, when I was at Gem City, we were talking and they all kind of had like a similar idea is, I wonder if the alternate timelines is setting up Kang the Conqueror. And that they're going to have it be, uh, one of the dudes pitched the idea was, he was like, what if Kang the Conqueror, instead of being like he is in the Marvel Universe where he's like trying to conquer all time, what if he's like a time cop, and because they just created so many extra timelines that shouldn't exist, he's like going through and he erases the the wrong timelines. And then they're going to have to fight him because one of the ones he wants to erase is theirs. And I was like, ooh, that could be an interesting to do like another big bad because I don't know who else they got going.
1: I think it also creates something interesting, which is comics have always done. Is I mean, we all know comic books fucking uh, get erect over multiple timelines and multiple yeah. dimensions. Okay. It is it is their favorite thing because it lets artists write one shots. It lets you know people do storylines and then undo storylines. Yeah, like it's one of the most common things ever. So it's not the worst idea to have a big think... epic event and split it into just only a couple of branches and then use those branches for a playground basically you know
0: well yeah or i thought what they could do is they create an alternate uh, one of the alternate timelines something happens and the the mutants exist but nobody else does like there's no superheroes for whatever reason so you've got Uh, a universe that doesn't have thor or iron man or captain america or whatever then if you do kang the conqueror you could have it be that at the end they cram the two timelines together and that's how you would introduce the x-men into the mcu proper and how they would just appear in the middle. Because, like, I really hope they don't try to work the X-Men into the normal MCU timeline right away, because it just would be so weird and jarring. But, like you said, I think we, we've t- talked about this. Is there any other, like, uh, good bit you wanted to mention? Because uh... I feel
1: like I wanted to talk more about the comedy and how successful it is, but frankly, I can't really scrape together all the moments, uh, because, you know, I only saw it the one time, and it's three fucking yeah, hours. I mean,
0: Captain to- America's asses america's ass the
1: the t- time discussions yeah there was there the was an insult- keep there was an insulting nickname for rocket that i'm trying to recall um oh oh I, one last thing i wanted to hit how do you feel about um the marvel universe confirming that fortnite is still something people are playing five years after uh, everyone dies i want to say this
0: that if thanos snapped out half of the world and there was still enough people to keep Fortnite in business i'm super pissed at thanos i no longer agree with him fuck him yeah i think you're right <laughs> never been more angry huh? i'll take I'll, if there was no Fortnite, i wouldn't mind the captain America ending.
1: also hulk dabs so i guess we can just go ahead and destroy really? the universe yeah oh
0: god oh yeah that was oh that was that was painful and unfunny and very awkward um there was one other moment I can't remember what it is now that like really got me, and I can't remember. I it's not in my notes. I thought I wrote
1: it down. But... Uh, well, I think anytime Scott Lang spoke, I was laughing.
0: Yeah, um, I mean he's he, he gets me like time, when he shows yeah. up and he talks about how he's like big and I mean yeah. that's great. And then he's like really into the sandwich and everything. Like there's a lot <laughs> of great bits he had. Um, the 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 one bit Peter Quill gets when he sees Gamora for the first time and it's not his Gamora, it's 2014's Gamora, and she knees him in the crotch and then he's like ah and then she does it again he's like oh you missed the first time but the second time you got him both yeah like, that was like a good bit and then that was yeah. like it and that was another bummer there's another set of characters who just didn't really get anything to do i really would have liked to see drax as he appeared just dead sprint towards thanos like with like no like as soon as he comes out of the portal he just starts running yeah like, you know he no would still he would period. still want to be like <laughs> i need to kill thanos yeah, yeah like not not even waiting for everybody else to come through and do their cool bits and like you know appear and have like any moment so ben would you recommend people see endgame as if no
1: as if they haven't already i i mean if i, I it's a stupid question <laughs> because if you haven't already then i guess it's not a thing for you i actually i, I will say i had uh i have co- i have a co-worker of mine actually my boss who uh knew that i was seeing this and knew i had talked to other co-workers about this movie before and was telling me that her husband had driven an hour to to a cinema so that he could get access to seeing this movie. And so she was just trying to get me to explain what the deal was.
0: <laughs> I like that she can't ask her husband. She's like, he's, <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. You explain it, was, it to me. It was interesting to try
1: and explain why it was meritable that this movie uh, triggered so much excitement because of all of its buildup and all of its...
0: Something I found interesting was uh, while I was at the convention, I was talking to somebody and... Uh, they were like, yeah, I saw it. It was so good. And they were talking about something. They were like, I didn't get all the references, though. And I was like, oh, because it's been so long since you've seen the other movies. And they're like, I've only ever seen Endgame and Infinity War. That's what also I was, was going like, to say. I was what? And they were like, yeah, they were like, my boyfriend wanted me to go see Endgame. And I saw it, or Infinity War. And they're like, I liked it a lot. And so I went to see In- Infin- or Endgame. And I was like, how could you watch two movies and not know who anyone is? And, like, have none of the bad... I
1: was like... Yeah, because... But, it, it, but, it, it, but... Don't think... Infinity War starts on the ship full of refugee Asgardians yeah. as Thanos is... It's the, it's the, it's the, well, that's the most jump with, like cold you open. Have,
0: you're just supposed to know what Infinity Stones are, what... Yeah. Like, like, there's so much... It's not just like, you're like, oh, you didn't see Thor, you're not going to get oh, an idiot. It's like, no. you would have no context for anything well like i loved him and i was like i guess that's like a testament to those yeah movies. that's They're insane a person who knows and, and like they were like i don't know anything about marvel comics either like
1: i don't read comics at all jesus christ and I was like, this is such well, a that, weird conversation that checks out so what I was, I was just gonna say is i have a co-worker who i sit next to who asked me he's like I, i'm probably gonna try and see this he asked me which marvel movie should i watch to get caught up and i was like oh <laughs> and I, I said basically i said what what happened to your friend? I'm like, the best you have to do is see Infinity War. If you have to see something, you have to at least know what is at stake in Endgame, but it will still be confusing.
0: (laughs) What was really funny was I went to see this with our mutual friend, uh, Eric and Frank and James, and uh, me and Eric were sitting next to each other, and, you know, we got there kind of early, so we're talking beforehand, and me and him were talking about movies, and he was explaining the end of Captain Marvel to me because I tried to see it beforehand, but I just didn't make it that weekend to see it. So I was like, what happened? So I need to know anything. He was telling me, he was like, so the only movie I haven't seen is Thor Dark World. And I was like, oh, you don't need to see that. That movie's so bad. <laughs> and then when, they, when they're talking and they travel back in time, I leaned over and I was like, oh no, the only movie you didn't <laughs> need to
1: see was Thor Dark World.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he like he like legitimately laughed out loud in the theater. I was like,
1: I hope nobody else is like, what the fuck's wrong with those two? Fra- I, just, I just want a picture of Frank saying, I go, stop the movie. I have to go see a different movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold the phone. I need to see the movie everybody said I would never have to watch
1: uh yes go fucking see it
0: for the love of god yes and uh much like endgame this podcast is long so uh enjoy hopefully you enjoyed listening to us talk about it uh hopefully there was you know some good discussion leave us any comments you have on facebook or on our soundcloud page they're both soundcloud.com slash or facebook.com slash pod. you can follow ben on twitter at the disco pony or his comedy podcast or his comedy twitter the strange log and then you can go to my instagram it's pogues where i update like five times a year so hopefully i got called out at, a, at the comic convention by somebody that i never updated and it was awkward so maybe i'll start updating that a little more uh next week we'll be back with a mini episode to tell you which movie's up next if you have a suggestion for a movie let us know please otherwise i think that's it ben unless there was anything else
1: no um but there is definitely an alternate timeline where we've decided to uh not do this podcast and that's the dark timeline
0: oh that's the dark timeline interesting i thought you were gonna say you wanted to travel i've been reinvigorated
1: Post. no more about me trying to stop the podcast this was a good movie and i'm excited to do the next one what's up next on the list electra fuck